everyone, it's Benji here. I just want to let you guys know that the Budget Overland podcast is uh, no more. Uh, ended that back in February 2024. I just wanted to come on here and give you guys a disclaimer as to not buy anything from Budget Overland Official. The only two things that you should be able to join is the Facebook group, and that is under groups, and it's called Budget Overland. You have to ask to join. It's still up and operational. And then BudgetOverlandPortal.com will still be up and operational until the domain name runs out, which I believe is good till 2026. Anything, everything else that's Budget Overland out there, please don't support. Please don't buy. It's either spam, scam, or something else. Uh, just want to let you guys know, I did start a new podcast called Newfound Overland. It's available on all major platforms. Love to have you over there. Uh, just kind of disclaimer here, guys, up front before you get into today's episode. There's a lot of gold out here. You know, every episode we had some good guests and good topics. So I don't want to discourage you guys from listening further. So please do. And I'd love to see you over on Newfound Overland. Bye-bye. But our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean, his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil I swear to God. Welcome back to another episode of the Budget Overland Podcast. I'm your host, Benji, and this is Overland Shenanigans, our fun little Monday show to kick your week off right. Let's see what kind of shenanigans we get into today. All right, guys, happy Monday. This might be a little uh, strange of a podcast today because I don't have a lot of overland or personal overland content for you as far as me taking any trips recently, which I am itching so badly to do so. But I think we broke a record for the most voicemails in one week, and we have seven to listen to. I'm curious to see what those are all about. We might be here for an hour. We might be here for two days. I don't know. So buckle up, and uh, we're going to get into those here in a minute. In a minute. Gosh, I can't even talk. I'm so excited. Um, so seriously guys, happy Monday. Hopefully, uh, you guys had a killer weekend and were safe and can still count to 10 on both hands. Um, if you did get out, I hope, I hope you guys had a good time and, uh, didn't, uh, have to pick up too much trash out there from previous campers. And, uh, hope you had fun because I've not been able to camp in about four weeks and I was going to go this past weekend, never worked out, but however, next weekend, I think me and off-road Brian are going to go somewhere, maybe in Kansas. I'm not sure. Um, I asked a bunch of y'all, I think on Wednesday or Thursday in the Budget Overland Facebook group, where to go in Kansas. That's kind of fun. Brian's going to be at a work trip uh, Friday. He'll be up in Kansas City. So we're probably going to venture an hour or two away from Kansas City, meet up somewhere. And uh, we'll see if that even happens. Right now, this is my, uh, it's Sunday right now for me when I'm recording this. And no offense to people in Kansas or up north, like even around Kansas City area, even on the Missouri side. Not that I'm aware of, but it didn't look like a whole lot of fun. Uh, so who knows? We might 86 this thing. I got a couple cool little uh, feedback from people in the group to, with suggestions on where where to go and, and stuff that's worth traveling to. Um, since, since he's going to be up there, I said, let's just explore that part of the world because we typically go to Arkansas a lot. So it'd be kind of fun to switch it up a little bit, especially with his schedule and my schedule. Um, camping together doesn't happen that often, and whenever it does, ha- we're having a good time whenever we do. So before we get into any more voicemails or any news, um, I know we just sent out the last email blast for um, our monthly sponsor, which was Morflight. And thanks again for uh, you know doing that for us, Tyler, for, for partnering with us on our first uh, insider email. And uh, I know a lot of you guys uh, took advantage of that, which was awesome. 
so thanks for for participating, guys. That's kind of what makes us a win win scenario. And uh, yeah, it's our first one. Stay tuned for next month. I'm, I plan on doing this. I'm still kind of structuring it since we just started doing this. Um, so so far, I'll tell you guys our open rate for the month of August was at sixty seven percent, which is really good. And um, I think a lot of that had to do with kind of. I, I kind of over promoted it more than I wanted to on Facebook. Um, however, once you start getting enough people to sign up, they're probably going to tell their buddies and stuff to, Hey, go sign up over here, which you do. So at budgetoverlandportal.com, just scroll down to the bottom and sign up for the monthly email news, whatever insider thing. I think that's what we're calling it. And, uh, yeah, it's really cool. We're going to do it once a month. So once I stop kind of, I guess, spamming, if you will, um, the group or Instagram or even on the podcast. Eventually I like that to just kind of run its own thing. You know, it's, it's going to be a, if you, if you know about it, you're going to be signed up for it. If you don't, I'm, I'm not going to spend a bunch of time talking about. It. So until then, you know, give me about another month or two of me kind of pushing it to where it kind of just snowballs and does its own thing. Um, that'll be cool. So anyway, my idea for it right now, after kind of learning a lot from the first email blast. So the first Friday of every month, I'm going to send out one email. And then I think the third Friday of the same month, I'm going to send out the last email in case we had new people sign up. They missed out. Um, if the deals, how they're structured, um, you know, they might've extended certain deals. So I'm not sure that's all up to the companies I'm partnering with on how they structure this stuff. Um, so even if you missed out or if you did receive the first wave of emails, the company could have restructured by the th the second email, if that makes any sense to you. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm kind of giving them free reign as far as their marketing teams on how they want to structure this. Um, and that's, that's fun for them and fun for y'all. So anyway, bear with us as we're trying to um, kind of structure it where it's not so spammy and it, and it, and it flows smooth for each person involved. So again, if you're not signed up, you can go over to budgetoverlandportal.com, sign up for, the monthly email where I reach out to companies, um, anything that's off-road, overland related, camping related, uh, anything to save us, uh, our community, a few bucks. So check it out if you haven't already. Every month's going to be different. This last month was Morflate. They have the tire inflator, deflator kits that do all the tires at the same. They've got the air compressors. They just launched their 10.6 uh, PSI Pro, which you set the designated PSI um, rating that you want, you just turn it on and you can walk off and do whatever. And the compressor will shut off once it reaches that, uh, designated or preferred PSI, which is really cool. And they just launched something else also. Um, so I'm not sure if we're able to tell about it, but they just launched something else that's in the works and it'll be coming out hopefully this year also. So more has been busy with some cool stuff. Appreciate you again, Tyler, for partnering with us. I think that's it. Um, like I said, we have seven voicemails. And if you want to call in, I think it's great. The more the merrier. Uh, the phone number for the hotline, I call it, um, is 314-266-9536. That's 314-266-9536. It goes straight to voicemail. You can ask me a question. You could say what's going on in your overland community. Uh, you could say how much you love the show. You could give us uh, some pointers as to things going on or things in the world of overlanding that you think we should all hear about. So thanks for everyone that calls in. You can call in anonymous. I mean, it's cool if we know your name, but uh, I pretty much go through once I rip them off the uh, voicemail, I'll throw them on my little media box here and I just number them one through whatever. 
and then we click and we listen and just go on from there. So, well, I guess that's going to be it for the housekeeping stuff. Um, like I said, I'm planning on going camping this week and I'm not sure if I'm going to go all the way up to Kansas or not. I might drop down to Arkansas, just back out all, all together on Brian. And, uh, we'll see if he's a listener of the <laughs> shenanigans show. Uh, this might be a good way to break it to him. I'm not going to go up there anyway. Just joking, Brian. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, either way, I'm going to go camping this whole next week in Missouri, uh, where I'm at, it's going to be in the nineties, um, possibly up towards the hundred and the heat index. This past week was beautiful. But guys, I don't care. I'm going camping regardless. Um, so yeah. And then the next week, me and my wife and son go out to Colorado for our little um, family vacation, if you will. It's the end of summer. School starts on Wednesday of this week for us. And uh, it's kind of fun because he's going to start kindergarten, our son. And we're going to pull him out for like three days. And I think that's around. It falls somewhere around Labor Day. So he'll have an even extended time off, which is fun, I'm sure, for him. But he likes school, so I don't know. All right, let's get into some voicemails, and uh, yeah, here we go. Hey, Benji, my name's Garth. Found your podcast here just recently because I sort of do this thing called Overlanding. It started with ham radio. I'm in this program where you go to parks, state parks, called Parks on the Air, and you go set up a radio station and transmit out called Activating. People will hunt you. But this got me into needing to travel. I'm in Indiana, there's 140 parks in the state of the camper, put the axe on it, put big wheels on it, put a running on it, and a shower, and then I can go on multiple day trips to do this. But Losing you, man. My question to you is, talk about... Dang it, Garth. Yeah, it's still playing on my end, but it's it's nothing's coming through. Uh, if if you could, man, I appreciate you if you call back into the show um, and tell us. It, yep. All right, man. Yeah, if you could call back and um, just make sure you're in better cell service range because it sounded really interesting as far as I caught a little bit of ham and that was it. So, man, if you could, I appreciate it if you would call back and uh, maybe get on the show for next week. Appreciate you calling, man. All right, let's get into the next voicemail. Hey, Benji, this is Steve with the Wolf's Den Overlanding and Outdoors. We're here in Choctaw, Oklahoma, and uh, taking a group out Saturday. And I got to thinking, you know, everybody talks about, you know, bringing a medical kit and all that stuff, which is great. But I got to thinking, you know, by the end of the day, yeah, you're all best friends and buddies and everything. But if something bad was to happen, who do you call? You know, to let them know that something happened. So I got to thinking, you know, most of these new cell phones have, they call it ice in case of emergency. I just want to make sure that anytime somebody goes out, make sure they got that on their phone or in their purse or in their wallet somewhere. So somebody will be able to contact somebody and let them know that something's happened. I know this is common knowledge and everything, but. You know, the more, the more the more I stopped and thought about it, I didn't have one. So I had to put one on my phone. Because nine times out of ten, it's my wife and I, and my wife is my contact, my in-case-of-emergency contact. If uh, we're together, who, who are they going to call? You know what I'm saying? 
So, yeah, just be sure you've got an ice contact in your phone, purse, wallet, whatever. Hey, enjoy your show. Enjoy your podcast, YouTube, the whole work. Keep it up. We'll awesome. Talk to you later. Thanks, Steve, for calling in, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you being a listener. That's an excellent point. Um, some of this stuff, and I, I'm going to start doing this regularly, is is having uh, either more of a, a, I don't know if it'd be like a poll via like Facebook or something to where people that are new and people who are you know veterans at this overlanding camping ex- adventure travel whatever um you know with questions or like you just had a, a, an input for things that most people probably don't even do but for those have that have been doing it for a while obviously know the the things to look for so anyway that's excellent points I would suggest having that in a multiple uh, of areas. Um, you know, anytime I go out with a large group of friends, I always tell them, "Hey, make sure you you, you have communication somehow with your uh, you know people that are back at home. You know, that could either a um, come get you, or we could get in contact with them. You know, if if we're something does happen, we're able to communicate well. Uh, I also have it sometimes to where like if my wife's at home, I'll let her." Uh, get contact from other spouses um, that, you know, if, if I'm taking their husbands or whatever on a trip, she could at least be like uh, at home and can alert them as to what's going on in case there is no cell or, or if people don't have a communicator, um, you know, outside of their cell phone. So anyway, those are excellent points. My only thing with uh, the ice on your phone is I have an iPhone and if, you know, it's got like the, the, uh, I, Apple is like, overly paranoid about security which i guess is fine but like i know a lot of people that have like either they're epileptic or whatever and they pass out well if they're going if they have an iphone how can people get on their phone um to crack that you know unless it's like face recognition i I don't know but i have it have the ice in multiple areas um and especially have a a plan ahead of a trip you know if you're going even if you're going solo or if you're going with a, another person, make sure there's at least a couple contact uh, points back home to where, you know, even even if you tell them the area you're going to be in, you know, so if they if they haven't heard from you in a couple hours, like 24, 48 hours, um, you know, good good points, Steve. I know we could probably make a whole episode out of that, and we might. So appreciate you calling in, brother. Uh, yep, let's go on to the next voicemail. Hi, Benji. This is Brian out of New York. I, I didn't really have a question, but I'm listening to the uh, this week's Overland shenanigans, and I heard you talking about how you weren't completely comfortable with your rig going all the way up to the Upper Peninsula, and I, I can feel that. I drive a, an 03 Jeep Grand Cherokee, and we're talking 20 years, over 300, I think I'm at 338,000 miles right now, like trying to find all those sweet spots for all the different modifications you're doing it it hasn't been great last year we took it down to tennessee to the great smokies and i ended up snapping an axle over a seized bearing and it's just <laughs> i feel you on that that you're not that you're not ready and it's cool and it's really good to take it cautious like that at least in my opinion from what it, the brief time i've been doing this anyway love the show keep doing what you're doing and hopefully i'll see you out on the trail one day all right, Brian. Yeah, man. Thanks for appreciate you calling in. And yeah, it's it's kind of frustrating, and especially whenever you're miles and miles away from home, you you, you want to be at a good state of mind to where you're not going to worry about your vehicle for sure. 
Um, mine, I just did a ton of work, like I said in last week's episode. Um, there's a lot of new parts on there uh, aside from what I've already done. It's I like to put the test miles down. So um, the, the Upper Peninsula trip for us would have been at, at least... I would say a, a eight to twelve hundred mile round trip, depending on how many you know side roads and stuff we would take on the way there and back. But that's uh, that's a little nerve wracking, especially if you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere and you don't have uh, communication with um, kind of if you don't know anybody that's kind of local or anybody that can come out and help. Unlike you know if you're wheeling semi close to home, you know a buddy's willing to drive an hour or two to you. Uh, to bring you parts or whatever, that's cool. That's totally different than being, you know, 800 uh, miles, not necessarily, but, you know, further away from home. Um, so, yeah, I, I just want to do some shakedown miles. I'm, I'm excited to go camping this weekend a little bit further away from home. Uh, just put some miles down, uh, highway miles and trail miles. Uh, give it the old rattle and shake kind of test and uh, assess it when I get back and go from there. I'm, I'm just, I guess this is the time of year to do this stuff for me uh because it's so it's so hot no one wants to camp when it's 90 degrees out uh 80 humidity or whatever it's just not cool um some people are weird though and they like that stuff but anyway that's neither here nor there but yeah appreciate you calling in man excellent stuff i think uh most people can relate whenever uh we're talking older vehicles and stuff like that so thanks for calling in man all right voicemail number uh what is this four all right Hey, Benji, this is Brian Boonock, Hyrulock again. I just listened to the shenanigans, and I already forgot who asked the question about going to a Tundra or Tacoma. Um, I just got my Tacoma, and I was actually went, or I actually went from a full-size Silverado down to the Tacoma. Um, now, pros and cons as far as full-size to a smaller one. My boss actually has a Tundra. It's an SR5. It's the current gen or whatever it is. Um, so I can actually attest to what that truck is like. Um, first thing, size-wise, interior. The backseat of the Tacoma, if he's looking for, you know, space for people, kids, that's what little back there. Um, full-size adults, you know, teenagers, a little bit bigger, it's going to be really tight in the backseat of that Tacoma. The Tundra, plenty of room, ain't going to have any problem back there. Um, the current generation of Tundra, the park assist and all the little sensors that are on it, like I said, he's got the SR5. He hasn't figured out how to turn them off. So whenever he's backing up like a trailer at work, it will slam on the brakes, and it doesn't beep, it doesn't warn you, it just hits them. So I don't know how that would react on the trail if you're backing up and there's a little couple blades of grass or a little bush in the way the truck might actually slam on its brakes you might be able to figure out how to turn that off uh my boss hasn't yet and i even looked at it i don't know how to turn it off um the third gen tacoma you can turn all that crap off it's really easy um so really i think you were right on with size wise as far as interior size and on the trail the Tacoma seems to be a lot better just because it's lighter. The heavier the truck, it just works harder. It doesn't feel like it's as smooth going up and over things. It's just, it's a heavy truck, and you're going to notice that. That's going to kind of wear stuff out, and replacement parts, I assume, are a little bigger. I know in my situation, aftermarket things 
bigger they are, the more expensive they are. So there's that to deal with. Um, I would say if he is going to go with a Tacoma, third gen for sure, whether it's the new, you know, this current year or prior, uh, the Tacoma or the Tundra, I would get the previous gen, um, just because of all the sensors. It's very electronic oriented and like I said, there's a lot of stuff that he's had it for over a year and he still hasn't figured it all out. Um, that's my two cents on the thing. Hope it helps him. Thanks. All right, Brian, thanks for calling in. Uh, that's Brian with Boondocked Haberlock. You guys need to go check out his YouTube channel. Um, I know he's he's been a listener of the Budget Overland podcast forever, and I just I feel like you guys should go like support each other. So go check out um, Brian's uh, podcast over there, or not podcast YouTube channel. My bad, Brian. Uh, Boondocked Haverlock, and uh, yeah, man, these these stupid trucks these days they make them so smart for dumb people. Um, the average folk, if you will, I'm not saying like we're all smart, but we're smarter than to have all these dumb sensors. Um, they just kind of ruin it for us. So appreciate you calling in. Um, that was Jarrett, um, that had the, the question about maybe the, the Tundra versus Tacoma with steadfast overland. And, um, yeah, that's all it is. It's pros and cons is, is size, you know, interior size is obviously going to be smaller. Um, uh, the outside is going to obviously be smaller, smaller for trails, uh, for the Tacoma and vice versa. You know, the Tundra is going to be a lot bigger and it's got to be a lot more roomier too. So is what it is. I'm curious to kind of see what Jarrett, uh, what he does there. Still mad at him for trying to get rid of his third gen forerunner. Maybe he'll keep it as a backup buggy. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's get down to voicemail number five. Shenanigans. I haven't even shenaned once today, let alone again. How can I shenan again if I haven't shenaned? That is a good question, sir. Um, leave us your name next time so we know who you are. All right, I think the same caller. Let's see what he's got now. Evil shenanigans. I couldn't make that out. One second. Evil shenanigans. Evil shenanigans. All right, all right. Let's go down to our last voicemail. Hey, what's with that weirdo that just left those two strange messages? I don't know what's up with that. Anyway, love the show. Uh, just wanted to say, hey, keep trucking along and shenaniganing. Thank you. Shenanigan again. All right, guys, that's going to do it on voicemails. I did forget to, however, remind you. I know you guys probably are like, yes, he didn't bring it up. Go over to, <laughs> here we go. Go over to Apple Podcasts, leave Budget Overland a review. We're at 123 right now on reviews. Once we get to 150, we're going to do another Super Swag Pack giveaway, which will include a one-off t-shirt, all the stickers in the store, and the new Budget Overland patch. Guys, also go over to friggin' go over to the budgetoverlandportal.com. Pick you up a new patch. Pick you up a sticker and all that stuff. I've got bundles now. You can get three for ten on the stickers. That's free shipping. And uh on the patch, um, I think a single patch is thirteen dollars, and then you could get a patch with the fine print sticker for fifteen. That includes shipping. Uh, all that stuff. All that stuff goes back into the show, guys. I wish I could be a little cheaper on prices, but that's just the way they are for quality and quantity. Um, you know, I'm shipping that stuff. And uh, anyway, appreciate you guys that have already ordered. I try to sh send them out as soon as the orders come in. So, uh, you know, a couple days, 
turnaround time for sure. They're in the mail. Appreciate you guys. That's going to do it for today. I will see you back here Thursday. Bye-bye.